I want to welcome everyone to another episode of BBM Black Baby Moms. And today I'm really, really, really excited because I have one of my best friends, longtime friends since high school here with me, who's also a mom and um, definitely understands the life of balancing kids and all of this just full-fledged everything (laughs) with me tonight, Um, and so I'm really excited uh, to have her. I am your host, Margie. As always, I have to give myself a little round of applause, and um, today, like I mentioned, one of my best friends, Rachel, is here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. I'm so excited. Um, Me too. We definitely... Uh, went through a lot together with motherhood and pregnancy. So as always, I want to give a little disclaimer. We do not bash on this show where it's not your typical baby mama, baby daddy drama, none of that. In fact, this episode is really interesting because it's a totally different perspective um, because Rachel, you you know, you kind of have a different scenario um, and she's going to dive into that. <laughs> In a little bit, but it's definitely different. So I'm excited. Um, Me too. For sure. And so today we are going to, you know, talk about just motherhood outside of wedlock and what that was like for me, because I know I grew up in a church. Let me just say this. I grew up Christian. My mom was really into religion and spirituality. And we definitely come from that same background. And and then we had kids at the same time. Both of of our daughters are the same age. Yeah. Pregnant the same exact time. Right. I remember that, actually. I remember that to a T. Like It was like, you found out you were pregnant. And then literally, like a week later, I was like... I think I'm pregnant too. <laughs> we were at dinner for my birthday. Yep. That was the announcement. I had like, surprise, everyone. I'm pregnant. Rachel was there. I didn't even tell you I was pregnant. I was keeping it from like pretty much everybody, <laughs> like besides my family. And um, then I made my announcement and Rachel was kind of like, what? I was, I was, I looked at my baby father, and I was like, she looks kind of pudgy. Oh, my God. You thought I was <laughs> thought I was a little I fat. I don't know. I didn't know what was going on. So you did notice a little something. I did. I did. I did. I didn't even know that. But when I told you, I felt like you were really shocked. I was. I was genuinely shocked. I thought you were just, like, eating more or something. I thought I was just overweight, gaining yeah. some weight there a little. Okay. Yeah. No, it was funny because I remember you kind of being like, what? And I think it was from a place of lying. concern. I thought oh. you were lying. Like, or not lying. I just thought you were joking. Like, You didn't believe me. No. I mm. just, none of us had kids. And Mm-mm. I was like, oh, no, this could never be us. And then. Turn around. A few weeks later, Rachel's telling me, <laughs> you were telling me you're pregnant. I was yes. like, what? Bro, that just was my announcement. What? I know. I know. So. I was. I was I was stuck for a little bit. I was really shocked. Both of us were. And I feel like at my birthday, when I made the announcement, you were probably pregnant at that time. I, yeah. 
<laughs> Most definitely. Yeah. So um, I feel like that was different for both of us because we both came from families or just beliefs that, you know, we basically should just have a family and do all that be stuff. Married be married mm-hmm. before we have kids. Yeah. And then we got pregnant and then it was at the same time. It was a shocker for both of us. And it was some judgment, I feel. I, I think I was, this sounds really bad, but like I felt kind of embarrassed a little bit just because my upbringing, like, you know, you're not supposed to have premarital sex. And then, like, oh, she's pregnant now. Ooh. But, like, honestly, my mom was very supportive. And it, I wasn't a child. So she was kind of just like, well, you guys been together for a, a good minute. So now it's time for you to put your big girl panties on mm. and, you know, Pray to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> pray to somebody. Pray, yes. You know? Pray to God. Um, that was my thing, too. My mom was definitely very religious. Minister Latanya was, like, you know, shocked. But she was also very supportive. She was also like, you know what? This is what it is. Yeah. You're going to be a mom. Um, because my family, my, like, my mom did not believe in abortion. So she was like, you're having this baby. (laughs) Yeah. Very supportive. Um, But I felt like a lot of judgment too. I felt like people were like, what? Margie? Pregnant? (laughs) But honestly, I feel like the fact that our parents were so like welcoming to the situation and not like shunning us was the biggest like turning point, at least for me. Because mm-hmm. I did kind of feel like, oh, my God. I didn't tell anybody for, like, a long time. Yeah, besides me. Yeah. <laughs> People were like, you had a baby? When I, like, posted a picture of her when she was already born. <laughs> oh, my God. You're one of those moms. I sure am. I'm very <laughs> private, too, so. You're already, yeah, that yeah. was before pregnancy, motherhood. All yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it definitely helped when we had people in our like corner that were like look we'll help you out we're Mm -hmm. here for you versus just kind of like how the world views women that have kids outside of wedlock it's it's definitely judgmental oh definitely especially in the religious community Mm -hmm. i was going to church and um i you know my mom's a minister and i would go to church iclg shout out them um but it was hard because I felt like I was, I was definitely looked at, looked at <laughs> judged, yeah. yeah, by a crowd of folks that were either shocked or just like, "Wow, that's not how it should have gone." Her life, she grew up in the church. How did she get pregnant? You know, I stuff like that. I mean, it's yes, a combination of that. But then it's like, well, where is he? Does he go to church? Like the dad? Yeah, her dad. Yeah. So that's the thing. I've talked about it on other episodes um, where my situation was different. You and you and your child's father were <laughs> children's father. She has two kids. Those are my, yeah. my little babies. Um, they were together for, y'all were together for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me and my situation was definitely different. 
college, um, you know, just kind of like it happened. Surprise baby, surprise pregnancy. Um, but, you know, I still was like, I'm having this baby. So <laughs> mm-hmm. very different situations, but we still had the same outcome, which yes. was our kids. Um, and I was going to have, excuse me, have her no matter what. Um, that was my choice. <laughs> and it just helped having support, but religion and going to church and spirituality can be challenged, I feel, when you do things a little backwards. Yeah. yeah so definitely. It was hard. Um, but I feel like, you know, literally in the Bible, the, the, there are verses about, you know, children are heritage of the Lord. Like, it doesn't say per if you're married or if you, I mean, it, it might get into that, but you know what I mean? Like our children, our gifts of, you know, God. I mean, no the Lord, what. our savior is a God of um, forgiveness, right? Yeah. So we just kind of have to move on from that. Like, I feel like we've repented We've paid for our sins. We're good now. Like, <laughs> we're good. We're good now. And honestly, it's crazy because I feel like there's so many people that are in our situation. It's so relatable. In fact, I am a product of, you know, um, <laughs> unwed parents yeah. and having a baby outside of wedlock. Mm-hmm. I was at my parents' wedding. So I can tell you right now, it's not, I'm a gift. Yeah. I'm a gift. They're a gift. (laughs) And so, like, that whole thing is kind of just like, you know, do what you can, do what's right. But when it comes down to it, make the best decision for yourself. And for us, it was to have our kids, no matter what the situation is, even though we definitely came from Christian backgrounds. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so that brings into physical health while we were pregnant. Did you face, like, any physical issues ailments wow um i think like with my first pregnancy i had like a little bit of morning sickness Mm -hmm. um but my second pregnancy was definitely way worse worse it was worse yeah i had morning sickness the whole time like all nine months and eating a snack did not help. <laughs> like, I would be at work and would have to, like, oh, excuse me, guys. I got I to gotta go vomit real quick. Yeah, that was my entire pregnancy. Yeah, me too. The, the second one. Mm-hmm. With Chloe, it wasn't, like, I would eat a snack and then I would be good for the rest of the day. Yeah, my, my son was... was he was the same in the womb as he is now. <laughs> what are you trying to say? He's crazy. <laughs> he is hilarious. He's so crazy. <laughs> He's active. He's super active. Like, I was so excited to have a boy. And I'm like, I don't, why? Why? I don't know anything about boys. Like, nobody tells you, like, about the circumcision. Like, it's so crazy. Like, you can't even be in the room anymore. While he's getting, like, circumcised? Yeah, so, like, I thought they could do it at the hospital, and apparently they don't do it there anymore, because I guess it's some type of liability. So, you have to take them to your OB afterwards. 
Mm, oh, okay. So you still do it at the doctor, yeah. but like mm-hmm. not after giving birth and no. stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah, it yeah. is interesting. But right after, it's you know, like pretty a week young. Later, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They don't feel it, I'm sure, or like they feel it, but they won't remember it. It's, no, they seemed young. like I think I was more stressed about mm. it than he was, and he was good after like five days. Ooh, that's so interesting. I want a boy so bad. And Why? then I'm done. And then I'm done. Um, but I feel like they're funny and, you know, just different. Yeah, I was not prepared, <laughs> to say the least. But I think, like, the difference, at least between, like, my health, I used to eat a lot of shit with Chloe. And so she kind of came out with, like, some allergies and stuff. I'm sorry, Chloe. <laughs> I remember. But um, with my son, I like didn't really eat any meat. Um, yeah. I did a lot of juicing. Like I that actually helped with my nausea and my mor- morning sickness. Was like I heavily did juices and like detox drinks and stuff like that, just because I felt like. That was the only thing that would like I could hold down. Really? Uh, yeah, tons of fruit, tons of vegetables, like a mainly a plant based plant blah, blah. vegan. Yes. You're pretty vegan, much yeah. almost vegan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's interesting though. You <laughs> feel like you were still sick, but he didn't have as much, I guess, sensitivity. No, yeah. As Chloe. Yeah, definitely. Like when he came out, he like had a full head of hair mm-hmm. and like didn't have cradle cap or like any skin issues. Like he's a little like sensitive, but not to the extent as my daughter. And so basically we're definitely pro vegan, pro plant-based. Yes. Um, because that just is a testimony right there. Oh, like, definitely. Yeah. It really does work. Your mom is vegan. My mom is vegan. My kids have been vegan since birth. I have not been the whole time. <laughs> not gonna up and lie. Down. Yeah, but, roller coaster. But recently <laughs> I have committed to it just because I don't want my kids being like, she's a hypocrite. Oh. <laughs> it's hard though. Yeah. You grew up, I feel like, eating meat versus I did up until like ten when my mom like went cold turkey. Oh, she's been vegan for a minute now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was that long. Yeah. When I was 10, she was like, okay, not buying this. Oh, she was hip to it before all the like blow up Mm -hmm. of veganism and like plant-based everything. It was was tougher back then. Like Mm -hmm. there was one restaurant we would go to. (laughs) And now there's like restaurants everywhere because everyone is going that route. Yep. But everyone is learning that same thing that you just mentioned, like your body literally will respond so different oh yeah Mm -hmm. and so for me i've had you know multiple sclerosis ms actually rachel you have been one of the few people that are like one of my friends that really be like you need to do this you need to do that yes (laughs) be better eat better clean cleaner diet Mm -hmm. and it will help my condition and so living with ms being a mom and just um, trying to navigate life in general is hard. It's difficult. 
Yeah, you definitely got to be like your own advocate. Literally, I just was talking to somebody about like, I have to advocate for myself even like at work or, yeah, I do. And I mentioned, you know, I have MS, I have this, I have that. And they definitely understand, uh, but you have to advocate for yourself with any physical situation going on, but especially something like, you know, with what I got. And it's not always easy, but I do enjoy um, exercising, eating healthier. So I was vegan for a hot second, like <laughs> 2019. I tried veganism <laughs> and I was like, I mean, you even said it, it's hard to like a hundred percent cut out meat. For me, I ate meat all my life pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I did try cutting out meat altogether, I felt better. Physically, I was sleeping better. My skin was better. Um, I just felt more energized. Yeah, definitely. Because you're getting like all those uh, nutrients that you're losing throughout the day. You can't really get all of it from meat. Mm -hmm. You get more from eating like fruits and veggies. Yeah. Those green leafy veggies. Mm -hmm. All those fruits have everything that we need. It was just hard for me, though. I feel like, though, balancing meals Mm -hmm. um finding those like hearty meals to satisfy myself and my daughter with veganism you honestly just have to get creative i go on pinterest a lot i find a lot of great recipes there um sometimes i make stuff up and it just ends up working yeah and now there are a lot of um, a lot more restaurants or just yeah like recipes and alternatives that you can kind of like just research. So I might try it out again. You never know. I don't know. <laughs> Dabble a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so physical health is important. Mental health. I've talked about this before, but for like you and I as moms, mental health is so important for us taking care of ourselves taking time for ourselves um and recognizing if we need to seek help yeah take a step back sometimes Mm -hmm. i feel like that yeah i think i've told you this before like i feel like i cannot be a good mom even if i'm just like super frustrated it's hard because you can't really fake fake the funk when you're really like in that mode yeah of dealing with a lot on your plate Mm -hmm. and then having a little a little one run around in your face and asking for mommy 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 yeah (laughs) it's like doesn't stop Mm -mm. ever it's not don't get breaks no breaks Um, all gas yeah (laughs) that's what it feels like i was just telling you when when you got here like i i just don't stop (laughs) it's non-stop Um, You have two kids. I have one. So hats off to you. And shout out my cousin, Chris, because um, y'all both are doing it. Two kids, I'm sure, are not easy. And it can be a lot on your mental health to just take a step back and be like, look, I need a break. I need need a few hours or I need a day. Um, I've talked about 
the dual schedule for my situation because you know me and my daughter's father are not together we don't live together you and your situation a little different y'all live together (laughs) so you can't be like hey come and pick the kids up but for me i need to i need a break but on the flip side you also have more help in the home and so there's ups and downs yeah right definitely ups and downs (laughs) there's definitely that um and so just making sure like if you need time for yourself you take that time and um you know that brings me into relationships with kids do you want to you know dive into what that's been like (laughs) for you for me i know i've talked about dating um and being in relationships after having Gigi, after having my daughter, um, but your your story, your situation, it's a little different because you and Chris is my cousin. Chris have been together <laughs> for the whole duration, pretty much. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I just keep thinking about that thing that people say, like, oh, after the first two years you get over that hump, you guys are good. I'm like, oh, I'm still waiting. Mm. (laughs) Um, No shade, but it is definitely challenging, like trying to juggle both of them because one's a boy and one's a girl. Mm -hmm. And they're like three and a half years apart. So I don't know, it's just, it's weird. Having the second one now, even though he's been here for two years, <laughs> they're just so different. You know, they obviously need different things. Yeah. Um. So it is helpful, like when he's around, when their dad's around. You know, we each tackle one for sure, and it helps. I'm sure having a boy with a boy. You oh, know, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. You know, like having his dad just influence him in that like male realm you're not definitely you're not a guy so <laughs> i'm not a guy which like when it comes to potty training which he'll be doing soon i'm like i wouldn't even know like how to do it how yeah <laughs> should i teach him to sit down i'm like you know what i'm gonna just leave that up to you mm-hmm. and i'll just deal with the girl right i can take care of yeah that. i can definitely take care of that so what does it take for a relationship to work with kids um in your opinion um for me i know i'm like uh communication oh that's the biggest one yeah and that's the hardest one that is the hardest one (laughs) if y'all can't communicate then i don't i don't see it you know how does it work it, it can't work if you guys don't talk but like definitely an another big one would be like taking time for yourself because you guys have your own like identity yeah outside of like your family and the kids and being in a relationship i feel like a lot of people who are like so intertwined they like lose sight of themselves you know what i mean like just you think that there's no like separation there is yeah being an individual exactly do you think that's important when it's a couple i feel like when it's like you know you're unified your unity for my for example 
my grandparents, you would think they're like two peas in a pod. They're connected. They are, but they still do things separately. You think so? Yeah. They're I've always seen, together. They are always together, but I feel like I've seen your grandma and like your grandpa is like out doing something else. I mean, they definitely will be like, you know, I have to do this and, yeah. and you know, I got to do this and do it separately. Um, but they're definitely connected. So I guess it's a difference when it's like there's just unity, but still individuality. Yes. And that brings me to my next point is you still should be able to do things together. Like bonding time, just you two yeah. is so vital. That's huge. How else can you like connect, I feel, if y'all not spending time together? That's important because um, <laughs> like that's part of the relationship is continuing to get to know each other. Continuing yeah. like I mean, there's definitely more than one way to be intimate with a person other than just sex, right? Like mm-hmm go on a date, mm-hmm. you know, go to the movies, have a conversation, do each other's like we like to no, <laughs> tell us, break it massage down. Massage each other's feet and stuff. Like yes. I'll give him a little mani petty. Not all the time, but like if I'm feeling nice and I got time, then I'll, you know, do his manicure. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll give me a massage after, like cook for each other. Period. Period. Yeah. Like, like that type of stuff is so like the the basics, you know what I mean? Like you have to take care of your hygiene, but to have your, you know, partner do it with you or yeah. for you is a whole different level. And I love that because I'm definitely like that. We could be in the house, but make it make it like a date. Oh, yeah, it's thing. honestly it's the little things. Mm-hmm. It's the little things on a daily basis, you know, especially when you've been with somebody for so long, I think we've been together for like eight years. Long almost time. nine. Long yeah. time. High school days? Or no. like right after high school. It was right. I was twenty two. Yeah. It was I had just that time. turned twenty two. It was like a week after <sighs> when Great. we started dating. Okay. Yeah, we were definitely post high school. Yeah. I'm trying to remember that. But yeah, it wasn't long after. But regardless, y'all met in high school. Yeah, we've known each (laughs) other for a long time. We were weird together, I guess. And then, boom. Yeah, we're still weird together. Two kids (laughs) later, y'all just four weirdos in in the house. It's like, I'm just kidding. The kids are not weird. The kids are actually not weird. (laughs) And it's so crazy because they're super outgoing, super friendly, like... I love it. And so, you know, work life, balancing kids, trying to figure out relationships, all that stuff, it's hard. Finances, yeah, a whole different level with children and trying to even like enjoy our lives. Mm-hmm. We want to get our our nails done, our hair done, massages or whatever. Yep. Well, you got Chris for that. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. But it was, uh, you know, definitely relatable, everything that you're talking about and shedding some light on, you know, the things that we need in relationships. And so wrapping up, I'm so excited that you were on this episode with me. Me too. This was so just natural and just, I hope somebody definitely can reach, um, you, you reach somebody with this for sure. And so 
Rachel mentioned she does little manis and petties, but <laughs> she's actually a licensed cosmetologist. You sure do hair, do. period. Yep. Do that for a living. For a living. So tell us how we can find you on social media and um, definitely check her out. She's done my hair for various occasions. Yes. <laughs> my many times. many times. My baby shower, mm-hmm. funerals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do we find you? <laughs> my dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so I'm on IG. It's called Allure by Raquel. So A-L-L-U-R-E-B-Y Raquel. Um, and that's that's my business page. You can find me on there. All right, period. Follow her, check her out, book her ASAP right now. She's um at Haircuttery. So in Rockville. And as always, please, please, please. Follow at BBM Podcast underscore on Instagram. Also follow me, your host, your girl, Margie at Mava underscore Marge on Instagram. You can also find my beauty in um, beauty page, my hair and nail page at Margie's Beauty with two Y's on Instagram. And anytime you see BBM uh, Podcast, please make sure you comment, like, share, and let me know what you guys want to hear, any topics that we were not able to discuss. I definitely want to hear from you guys. And um, thank you, Boo, for joining me. Thank you for having me. Of course, you will be back. And um, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>